Bible this morning, but out of John, the fourth chapter and verse 10. Now, I want you to listen to this very carefully. Now, when Jesus was born, we know that the angel told her, and you don't hear a lot about a virgin birth, except Christmas. But I'm here to tell you there was a virgin birth. Come on. And he's still alive. Can you say amen? And when he was born, the angel came to uh, the Virgin Mary. Uh, and what did he say? You shall call his name Jesus. That's what he said. Can you say amen? Then there was another verse in there. Uh, and you shall also call his name uh, the Son of God. How many believe that Jesus was all God and he was all man? Come on, give God. God, a hand clap of praise. All God and all man, can you say man? Because it took that to fulfill the gospel. Can you say amen? But out of John, the fourth chapter, verse 10, and Jesus answered and said unto her, now this is the little woman that came to the well, and she was questioned to him of his authority, but let's see what he says. Jesus answered and said unto her, if you knew the gift of God, I mean, it knows a lot of people don't know the gift of God, because he's always with us. I hate it when people go to saying, well, he was with me yesterday, uh, but he's not with me today. You're peeling out the Bible, uh, and you're taking what you want because he said, I'll never leave you. Uh, I'll never forsake you. Uh, I will be with you always. Uh, your family may leave. Uh, shut up. They may leave you, but Jesus will never leave you. Come on. Give him a hand. I clap of praise. And though it said, if you knew the gift of God. In other words, she's looking at the natural water, but he's looking at something more better. Uh, he's looking at something more better. It says, if you had a knew the gift of God, who it is. He's, she's, he's trying to get her to look at him. And nowadays, uh, Preachers want to have you to look at them. I've had people to ask me, why well, don't write books? I could write books. I could start telling you how many thousands of people have been saved over the years. But if you don't know this book, you don't need to read my book. Come on, are you hearing me? You don't need, because everybody has their own doctrine, but we better be in the doctrine of the Word of God. I'm going to give him a hand clap of praise before I get into it. I tell him I'm not Pentecost, I'm not Baptist, I'm not Methodist, I'm not Episcopalian, I ain't none of it. I'm not a religious person. I have salvation. Come on. Something that's going to get me to heaven. Can you say amen? And that's nothing but the blood of Jesus Christ. That's it. And who is it? Who says to you, if you just knew who it is, if you just know who Jesus is this morning, you will find out what he can do for you. Who says to you, give me to drink, you would have asked of him that he would have given you living water. Say living water. That means salvation. And if you have a spiritual death, you're in trouble. 
And if you have a spiritual death, put your thumb up and point that brother Greg. <laughs> it pastor's fault. No, it's my wife's fault. It's his fault. It's her fault. Get out of Genesis and get your uh, get your cross clothes on. Pick up the cross daily. Uh, it ain't nobody's fault, but look in the mirror and you know whose fault it is. Uh, if you come to a spiritual death, uh, it's your fault. Because uh, he said, if you'll draw nigh to me, uh, I will draw nigh to you. Uh, you got to do it before he does. I just found out this morning, uh, well, last night, I was reading the church a letter. I get all kinds of letters, mail. People hate the name of Jesus. One don't believe you believe in the Holy Ghost. And the other think you want to because all you want to talk about Jesus. And the Holy Ghost don't let you lift up Jesus. <laughs> it's the truth. They hated that name. They beat him. Don't ever speak that name again. Don't say nothing. So if you hadn't got on the soldier's clothes, you're going to be doorknob dead spiritually. Come on, give God a hand, hand clap. Can you say amen? Oh, let's go a little bit further. If you just ask of him, he would have given you living water. Somebody say living water. And the Lord is alive today. He's not in the manger. He's not on the cross. <laughs> Glory to God. He's not in the tomb. I shut up about your time, but he's seated at the right hand of the Father. And he's interceding for you and me. I got an intercessor. And his name is Jesus Christ. Can you say amen? For me. See, this is a personal letter. Y'all going to clap. You may throw rotten eggs at me in a minute. That's all right. Okay. Look at somebody say he give himself. How many knows he give himself to you? And that's what it says. He gave himself for us, for the church. Could you say amen? And so we know that. Glory to God. Glory to God. But the devil hates the church. The one that's on the straight and narrow. Now, if you're somebody that goes around gossiping all the time and lying all the time, don't worry. You're trying to go down the broad way and the straight way, and you, go, you don't know which way you're walking. It's truth. So when you hear preachers preaching, oh, come on up here, man. I want you to come to a higher destination. I know that somebody's holding you back, and you can't get to your destination. Honey, there's only two destinations, heaven or hell, and you better fear him, Jesus Christ, that can fast both hell and body into hell. Can you say amen? We have a reverence fear for our Lord and Savior. Can you say amen? And the Father sees that. So there's only two destinations, heaven and hell, because it's God that gives a promotion. I would never believe I would have been preaching or pastor. And I started preaching when I was three months in the Lord. Sister Phyllis looking at his picture and she said, boy, you was young, wasn't you? I said, well, I got news for you. I may be old now. I'll be 79, the 21st, but I got news for you. 
He said, I'll take care of the old people. <laughs> he said, I'll carry them. I'll pack you on my back. Glory to God. So come on. Just because we get old. But glory to God, that just makes you gooder and gooder. The older we get, can you say amen? God is a good God. And I love him. Tell somebody you love him. Glory to God. Okay. I want us to go to uh, glory to God. So we can't, uh, we, you know, and I'm going to tell you something. You better thank God for your pastor. I'm going to show you what the Bible says just a minute. I got letters saying, I know just as much as you do. Sure, baby. You're going to answer when we all stand before the Lord. Not at the white throne judgment, but we go into the judgment seat. And he's going to say, enter in, thou good and faithful servant. Did you realize when Jesus was born, God Almighty in the flesh, did you know he created this whole world and everything that's in it? And what did he choose? He chose to be born in a stable. He chose glory to God to be born in that hay barn. That's where he chose to be. He chose a cross. Can you say amen? And he chose the form of a servant. And we are nothing but servants and children of Almighty God. Can you say amen? So that's what we are. Tell somebody that's what we are. I want us to go to 1 Corinthians 1, verse 18 real quick. I want to go there, 1 Corinthians 1, verse 18. I want to see what it's saying. Good, can you say amen? 1 Corinthians 1, verse 18. And let's see what the word says. I like the word. I like the word, brother. Glory to God. Out of uh, uh, verse 18, 1 in 18, everybody probably knows it by heart. For the preaching, this is what the message should be about. For the preaching of the cross is foolish to those. Mm -mm. of the cross is to them who perish foolish that's what I was told brother Greg they said you ain't supposed to keep preaching about the cross I'll tell you something baby you quit preaching about the cross you put Jesus out of your life you ain't got him no more you ain't got no wick to trim because you don't have Jesus. You put him out of your life, you done messed up. Well, there's something more than that. I know that it's another gift. It's another gift. Are you listening? Just because you got the Holy Ghost, don't, uh, uh, it's the Spirit of the Lord that leads us and guides us and directs us. And Jesus, glory to God, even in He said, when, if you just love me, I'm going to manifest myself to you. Oh, he's manifested himself to the church. Uh, come on, somebody. And we get excited about it, brother. Are you listening? We want to tell everybody. You say, my Lord, I don't even know what I want to preach on. Drop the hat, I'll preach. <laughs> Don't need to be behind pulpit if you don't know what to preach. Are you listening? 
But God's got some preachers here this morning. I believe that, Brother Craig. God didn't give me that. And we got preachers at the church if they would really follow Jesus. And that's what bothers me. But there are people that really love the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, Paul said, I wept because they were enemies of the cross. And I'm here to tell you, don't you ever quit preaching about the blood of Jesus Christ. Because you will never make it. Kevin, your name was wrote down in the Lamb's Book of Life. And only Jesus wrote it down. Can you say amen? Oh, you keep your eyes on him. And that's not a wondrous doctrine. And it's not Jehovah Witness. Well, I got a letter from you after Jehovah Witness. So I read through it real quick. I told Pat, I said, Pat, I don't even really know what this means. She said, no, Mom, I ain't never seen nothing like that. Because it said that God is the God of the heaven, but he sure ain't the God of the people on the earth. Jehovah, let me tell you something. Witness, you better get your act together and find out who Jesus is. Like he told the little woman at the well, if you just do the gift of God. See, they don't even know the gift of God. Come on, give God. And you say, Sister Mary, you ain't supposed to talk about no. The Bible tells me to rebuke them. Oh, I don't want to have to rebuke anybody. Well, you'll never preach him a whole word of God then. Can you say amen? But I'm here to tell you, we love the sinners, but we don't love the sin. That's the truth. Can you say amen? For the preaching of the cross is to them who perish foolish. But unto us, somebody say us. How many say this morning? But unto us, it is the power of God. Come on. How many believes it's the power of God? Come on. How many believes it's the power of God? The preaching of the cross. No cross, no Jesus. No cross, no blood. No healing. Oh, come on, somebody. No cross, no blood. Sacrifice. You're still living under the law. And the law can't save you. It was Jesus that fulfilled it all. And he's still alive to keep giving us benefits every day of our life. Can you say Every day. So let's go ahead and see what he says. It is the power of God. Somebody say the power of God. So he just keeps on giving and keeps on giving. You want? He said, I'll just give you the Holy Ghost. The power of the Holy Ghost. This says the preaching of the cross is the message, and it'll never change. You will change. Yeah, because oh, now don't get mad at me, Pentecost. The devil ain't afraid of our shout. Somebody told me I didn't have to. Uh, shout all the time. I said, well, I know it, but it sure feels good like taking a bath. <laughs> they call it emotion. I get emotion. I've been on airplanes. <laughs> and I get emotion. 
But see, I was inside something. But one of these days, the Bible tells me not to rejoice because he gave you the power and the authority. But rejoice because your name is wrote down in the Lamb's Book of Life. I got a right to shout. You can talk about me, uh, uh, slanderize my life, but I'm Yes, Come on, give him a hand clap. Glory to God, he's a good God. Look at somebody say, we're serving a good God. Glory to God. And so we know, glory to God, that we're saved. Can you say man? Look at, go quick. Go. I want to go to Second Timothy. I think that's where I want to go. Let's see. Second Timothy. Yeah, Second Timothy four. Second Okay, Second Timothy four one and two. Let's listen at this Second Timothy. Second Timothy. Now this is the Apostle Paul talking to Timothy. Somebody said on the ministry. How many knows it's pastor's responsibility to keep you in line? Huh? And how many knows it's our responsibility to tell? Even if it, a lot of people hear the word, but they don't believe it. And that's the same way in every church. They'll hear the word, but they don't believe it. And I don't care who's preaching. They won't believe it. Well, if God speaks to me, stupid, he's speaking through his word. What do you want him? Knock your doorknob dead like he did Paul? And who's followed it for you're not spiritual, you're just spiritual. Glory to God, you're honest. <laughs> Okay, Second Timothy uh, 4, 1, and 2. I charge you, therefore, before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick, that means people living, and the dead, and, and at his appearance and his kingdom. I mean, those are your kingdom, kids. Uh, He's going to set up a kingdom. And we're in that kingdom. Not going to be. We are. Because he said, my kingdom is inside of you. And if it's inside of you, it's going to heaven. And oh, shut up my yatai. And when he comes back riding that white horse to set up his kingdom, we're going to be following him on the white horse. Can you say amen? Into his kingdom. <laughs> Glory to God. God is a good God. 
I got to see where I want to get too excited. Glory to God. Uh, verse 2 now. I want to see where I want to go with it. Preach the word. Read somebody else's book and see what they say. I want to preach like they do. No, I want the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead. Raise me up. Lead me. Guide me. And teach me his word. Then it's going to be true. Are you listening? Oh, don't get mad at me, please. Because everybody's got a doctrine. Baptist got one. Methodist got one. Assembly of God got one. Everybody's got one. Independence got one. The whole Bible. That's it. Can you say amen? And it'd be taught right out of this. God is good. But look what it says. Preach the word. Be in season. Be instant in season and out of season. Reprove, rebuke, exhort with long suffering and doctrine. Somebody's going to get mad. I had somebody tell me, I don't know where in the world. They said, Jesus. I heard a news reporter say it once, and I don't care who, who you know who he is, that man that calls himself Morning Joe or something like that. He said, Jesus never, ever said, killing babies is a sin. Baby, I'll tell you, you better read the Word of God. It's murder. Come on. <laughs> Are you listening to me? It's murder. Uh, glory to God. And he said, Jesus wouldn't do that. He said, show me in the Bible. If you read your Bible, because it's all about Jesus from the book of Genesis to the book of Revelation, uh, and you will know that killing babies uh, is a sin. And don't ask me to do a marriage uh, where there's two men standing there lip-locking. Uh, uh, glory to God. Uh, God presented a marriage uh, to a man and a woman. Uh, come on, give God a hand clap of praise. Uh, you may not like me, but boy, these people church. Wow, I got another tithe player. I like to live in God's economy. <laughs> never fail. I'll never forget walking that restaurant. Somebody I never saw before in my life. One time, Brother Stewart, and God gave him a word. That man cried and cried. He was 80-something years old. And I'll never forget it. And this was just last year. Walked in there to eat. Way up in Missouri, Sister Rosie and I was going to go around. Looking at the leaves, went in there and they was having church, so they all met over there. We had lunch together. This man come in, pulled out a check. And Rosie was sitting right next to him now. Pulled out a check, said, Sister Mary, God told me I've got to give you this. I just slipped it over to Rosie. I said, Hey, Rosie, take care of it. Look there, Sister Mary. I think you better get up and give that man a hug. 
I looked at that check, it's $5,000. No one hugs because of the COVID, boy. It's Even Rosie gave him a hug. <laughs> He got double blessed, can you say? <laughs> God is so good, and the blessings are still coming. Glory to God, are you hearing me? But we are to preach Jesus and no other doctrine. Somebody say no other doctrine but the Bible. But the Bible, because this is what the Lord watches over to perform. The only thing he'll watch over, can you say, amen, is to perform. Is his holy word. Out of Hebrews, and we're hurrying right now. Hebrews, uh, let's see where I want to go. Oh, no, I don't want to go to Hebrews, right? I want to go to Ephesians 4. I think where I want to go to, really. Ephesians 4, verse 11. And I want you to hear this. Ephesians 4, verse 11, and most of you probably know it, but I like to read it so you'll know it's coming from the Word of God. And he gave some apostles, and we do operate in a five-fold ministry have for 40 years, and it's a lot of difference in just being an evangelist. And I had a pastor come to preach for me while I was gone, and Brother Greg, he really helped. He said, Sister Mary don't need to be pastored. <laughs> I wasn't there, but they taped it. That because she's not here to take care of the flock. I thought, my Lord, that's the last time he came. You're right. I'd rather have five people in the church that's on fire for Jesus Christ is have a thousand people that don't know who he is. I'm going to give God a hand clap of praise. Can you say amen? Glory to God. Because they don't understand five-fold ministry. They don't understand it. And I got news for you. Your pastor operates in the five-fold ministry. That's it, Brother Greg. Glory to God. But let's go ahead and see what he's saying here. Glory to God. And he gave. I hate to say this, but I hate to see a vote on a pastor because God's the one that gives them. God's the one that gives them. And he gave, somebody say gave, some apostles and then some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers. All of this. But the apostle can operate in all five. That's what they do. They operated the whole fivefold ministry. But when he says, and some pastors, that's your show. That takes care of the flock. And you tell the truth, whether they like it or don't like it. And then when they grow up, they'll like it. A man told me once that you don't even need to be preaching. You're a woman. I don't believe in women preachers. I said, bless you, son. I don't either. But let's don't quit shaking. I don't believe in men preachers either. 
I believe in a vessel that will take and empty everything out of their vessel. Come on, somebody say this treasure's in the vessel. Come on, put your thumb up and say the treasure's in the vessel. And the one that gives, he's still giving. He's giving it to the women. He's giving it to the men. He's giving it to those little kids. And he's raising them up to be preachers and apostles. He's raising them up. And 2023, you're going to see more raised up. And you say, well, I'm too bashful. Never nobody is bashful I would. I went and took when I was in school, I'd take an elf before I'd get in front of anybody. And now I found out it didn't mean fine. It means a failure. And so now I can say I can stand in front of the whole president. And glory to God. They're free indeed. Give him a hand clap of praise. Can you say amen? And your pastor, somebody say your pastor, he takes care of the sheep. Can you say amen? Okay, let's skip over to Hebrews and we're fixing to, we're fixing to close down here just in a minute. Hebrews, the 13th chapter and verse 17, I believe were. Okay. Brother Greg, I mean, oh, Jesus is the head of the church. He is the head of the church. And that <laughs> That's why people, and I had them tell me right to my face, I don't have to go to church. You don't have a home church. You don't preach at Booger Hollow. Because you're telling God you don't need a shepherd except just Jesus. He's the one that put the pastors in the church. And too many don't want to listen to any pastor. It don't matter who it is because they don't listen to nobody. I don't need nobody. Wait till judgment day and see what you're going to need. Don't wish you had a pastor. Because you get so mixed up. When I got saved, I was so mixed up. People tell me I need to do this. Another tell me I need to do that. Another not go do that. And I got my old black Bible. Walked up behind my home, Brother Craig. And I sat right there by that water thing up there. How did you well? And that was in 1979. And I sat there and I said, God, reveal that word to me. If it is truth, I want you to reveal it to me. And God began to reveal the word. Because he knew I was hungry. And there's so many doctrines. I didn't know who to believe. Go to church and pay your tithes and you'll go to heaven. You can go to hell. It's not about us. I could preach all my whole life. I can't get you to heaven. It takes the blood of Jesus Christ. 
Christ that it's our place to tell the world. And they said, don't preach in that name. Don't teach in that name. Well, you come too far, devil, to tell the church to sit down. They ain't going to sit down. And they're going higher and higher and higher and higher. Can you say that? And people get mad at you. That's all right. Because you've got a payday coming. What you do to one of God's children, you're doing to him. I tell people, be careful what you touch. Now you listen. Oh, the church, somebody say the church belongs to Jesus Christ. But he give you a pastor. You know why? Let's see what it says. Hebrews 13 and yeah, 13 and verse 17. Obey them who have the rule over you. Pastors, and submit yourself, for they watch for your soul. Your soul, not their soul, your soul. For your soul, as they must give account, and they may do it with joy and not with grief. For this is unprofitable for you, not the pastor, but for you, because you wouldn't listen. That's in every church. I've never in my life, Brother Greg, seen such a falling away. Then I don't have to go to church because I can live it at home. If you don't love the people of God's down here, you'll never get up there. Because the Bible says, forget not the assembling of yourself in the house of God. So you done broke one rule. Are you listening? But the gift that was given us on Christmas Day, he just keeps on giving. And that word, heaven and earth will pass away. But that word is forever settled in heaven. And we're going to be judged by the word. We all going to stand. Then you say amen. And either in or in, I've never seen a devil yet that could heal anybody. I've seen a devil, never saw a devil yet that could set anybody free. But the blood of Jesus will set you free from everything. Can you say amen? And you know what? He says, if you'll delight yourself in me, I will give you no tags attached. I will give you the desires of your heart. Oh, show glory to God. Come on, you say, I ain't got no desire. Well, give it to me. I'll take them. Glory to God. I got a lot of desires, Brother Greg. I got a lot of things I want to see. How many got things you want to see happen? I see, th and most of all, I want to see souls saved, and I want to see the church on fire for God. I'm going to put your thumb up and say, I'm in his church, and I got a pastor. Now, he didn't know I was going to say this. Glory to God. You got a pastor that I've known ever since you went. went oh, my Lord. His planes are landed, I guarantee you. But I thank God for Brother Greg and Sister Donna. I thank God for their walk with the Lord. And I thank God, Brother Greg, for all the crying. A pastor cries for the flock. See the enemy coming out.
They try to warn them. But some's going to listen to you. They're now going to obey. Others not. It's just that way. Because they wouldn't listen to Jesus. Don't ever teach. Don't ever preach in that name. That's from a church. I got kicked out of a, pre a church for preaching about too much about Jesus. Are you listening? And before that man died, come to Arkansas to apologize. He said, Sister Ledford, I didn't realize what I was doing. I said, I don't hold grudges against people. That's why anybody can write thousands of books. But let's believe the book. Let's come back to the old black book. 2023. If you'll get on the straight and narrow, because you don't know when your time's up. You don't know. My husband didn't have Brother Greg, you know that. God raised him up over and over and over for about 20 years, putting life back in. One day, we were sitting, at the, sitting in the chair in the living room, eating a piece of cake and drinking coffee and talking. And all at once, he said, I want to tell you something. He said, I need prayer. I said, baby, what's going on? And he opened his hand. His mouth was full of blood. It's been nearly seven years ago. His hand was full of blood. Adam in the back of his head busted and killed him. He died right there in our living room floor. Last words he said, baby, I'll see you in heaven. Come on. Come on. Are you listening? That's the sweetest words I ever heard from him, brother. <laughs> was married all those years, and that's the sweetest words I heard because I prayed so many years for him to get saved. And that was the sweetest words I ever heard after 57 years of marriage. I was so happy to hear those words. I'll see you in heaven. And that's what I want to see. People that I know and see, I want to see them in heaven. But your destination is not getting a million dollars. Your money cannot buy salvation. Your money can't buy anything from Jesus. He freely gives it. He gives it. And I'm here to tell you, 2023, there's a lot of people in this world that loves our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, more than anything in the world. And they're on the straight and narrow, and they can't nothing take them off of it now. The devil should have done it when he could, but he's too late. Can you say amen? I'm on glory to God. So don't be afraid to ask God for stuff. He said you have not because you ask not. Are you listening? He wants to bless you. He wants to help you. He wants to heal you. He wants to save your family. He just keeps on giving and giving and giving of himself because he loves you. Glory to God. So remember Christmas, the gift that keeps on giving throughout eternity. Come on, give him a hand clap of praise. God is good. Brother Greg. Hallelujah. Aren't you glad to hear what the Spirit of God is saying to the church? Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, now, think about what the Spirit of God has said through Sister Mary. Now, if you, if you uh, 
she she has took us through the word of God and she's showed us that God is a giving God. Amen. He, he's a God that is mindful of your situation. He knows everything that is going on in your life this morning. Every storm, every wave that has tried to swallow you up, everything that has tried to bring discouragement, try to get your eyes, your mind, your heart off of him. He knows all about it. And he's the gift, like she's talked to us this morning, that keeps on giving. Do you have a need this morning that she would? Uh, uh, we would love to bind with her and pray with you about that need. Anything this morning that you need from God? Come on, she has brought us a message fresh from heaven that God wants to give into your life what you would have need of. He wants to put a vision. He wants to plant a fire in you. He wants to cause the very truth of the word of God to move you and motivate you out of any limitation, out of any lack, out of any heart uh, hurt, heart ache. This morning, would you come and let us pray with you? Would you just respond to the word of God? See, the word of God is the only thing that'll change. Tears won't change us. We can snob and bob all day long. That won't change us. But when we take the word of God into our heart, the Bible says the engrafted word is able to save our soul. Hallelujah. Who would need prayer this morning? Or maybe you've got prayer for somebody. Come on, he's a God that... I begin to walk across through here. And the young lady that's way over yonder... Right there with ponytail. The Lord gave me a word for you, honey. The Lord says to tell you this morning, He has seen the tears in the midnight hour. He has seen you trying to stand alone. But God says to tell you, you cannot stand alone. You can't do it. Your shoulders are not big enough uh, to carry the load. But you got a heavenly father and a savior called Jesus uh, that loves you so much. Uh, I don't know if you go to church here. I don't know where you go. Uh, but I know you're carrying a load. And God says if you'll give up and let him take it over, he's going to deliver you this morning. And he's going to give you who the sun sets free, uh, they are free indeed. Sister Donna, go ahead. Uh, you're going to feel a river coming up on the inside of you, uh, and you're going to know that Jesus uh, is touching your life right now. Uh, you're going to know right now uh, that he's still on the throne, uh, and the Holy Ghost is going to anointing of God, the Spirit of God that's in you, uh, the Spirit that anointing that's in you. Uh, you're going to find deliverance, uh, See is your deliverance, and I see a financial miracle coming your way, and you're about ready to give up on it. 